Let's go. Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Bitch, you don't work there. Feel like I need a shower just looking Gotta at Gotta get ready, get quick. Yeah, I'm up next on the Prince. They ain't been the same ever since. What? Living pretty we cut the head off the stage. You're gonna be single for the rest of your life. Brad Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Sleep flex on the beast. Look at the heat. Whole new swag with a pass on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got a decrease. I get no bitches. Bringing content on the daily. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Gresham Lee's Podcast. This is episode 42 of this soon-to-be greatest podcast on the face of planet Earth. We're continuing to speak into existence, but hopefully you guys are having an eventful, eventful week because it is not just any ordinary week. It is officially WrestleMania week. Headed into weekend, and we are still going to be stepping back into our our time machine for today's main event, which is an episode of ECW, Hardcore TV, Hardcore Wrestling. It was so much going on, but it's between the it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, it was a convoluted situation. I gave her the wrong episode. I gave myself the wrong episode. We had to rewatch another episode. So we're going to be referencing hardcore TV, but while mainly talking about ECW on TNN once again. But this time, instead of 2000, we're going back to 1999. Uh, it was still a fun episode. I, both episodes had some things that happened that wasn't on the other one. It was like it was basically continuing the build to ECW guilty as charged. But and I am guilty as charged for giving us the wrong fucking episode. But we are here, <laughs> nevertheless. And joining me as always is the queen of rebels herself, Swella the Bandit. What's good with your family? Hey everybody. Um, I just want to say that I hope everybody's having a great day. I hope everybody's week is going well so far. Um, as you know, Gresh said, this is the Gresh Unleashed. The Gresh Unleash podcast, <laughs> where we talk about everything. So you know, anything you want to know, anything in the news, in the current events, of course, you know, wrestling news. But other than that, I hope you guys' week has been prosperous. Um, and speaking of prosperous, I hope everybody has been, you know, just being protective over themselves, over you know, especially our kids, man. Yeah. Um, that's that 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 kind of hits for me, especially, and it's like, and I don't even have kids, but it's just kids, period. Like I, I have my days, you know. Sometimes I know we joke and we laugh, you know, on some things, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, a, a kid, a kid's life is something that's just oh yeah mind-boggling to me. Like it's just, just no, I don't wish death upon anybody, period, but. When it comes to a child, it's just it's a different oh man, it's a different feeling. Like, and yeah, that's uh, as someone who's an uncle, so I and I'm an aunt, and like, I that's and I hold I ho- I don't have kids, but I hold every kid in my life or around my life at a different regard, at a different level than most people would expect because they're family, blood. Mm-hmm. Whether it's blood or adopted family or god family is still yeah it's family it's still my family like <laughs> no and, how, how you look at it that's still my family and and, and, <laughs> as, and as as you uh as we try to move forward uh with uh everything that's going on we're going to talk about it obviously before we get up out of here 
Uh, we just want you guys to hold your... If you are listening to this podcast and you have kids, nieces, and nephews, just hold them extra tight because you never know. Life is... Uh, it plays tricks on you. you. You plan everything out and then idiots do something that idiots do and we... Uh, life changes. But we're not going to try to harp on it just yet. We're going to get to that because we don't want you guys to get sad at, at the start of the show. We want to... Uh, keep the ball rolling, give you guys a source of uh, out an outlet for your entertainment, for your weekly entertainment here at the Gresham Leafs Podcast. Um, we will get to, but we will still acknowledge some real life events when we get there. But for that, uh, like I said, it's officially WrestleMania weekend. A couple of announcements as on par with the tradition of our show. There will be a WrestleMania night one and night two post show on Saturday, April 1st, and Sunday, April 2nd. And I can confirm that April 2nd will be, our special guest will be none other than X3. Uh, Zary, he he was on the show recently uh, during one of our recent epi- uh, interviews from last season. He has agreed to uh, hop on, on on call with us to give our, our thoughts and, and uh, review for the post show here at uh, Gresham Lee's podcast for WrestleMania goes Hollywood night two, which is more likely being headlined with Cody Rose and Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Universal Championship. And as far as Saturday, April 1st, the guest that I have on there will be tentative. Uh, Swella will obviously be there if she is available. If she is not, it is not the end of the world. She will give her thoughts and opinions on the next episode of the Gresham Leagues podcast. You know how the ball go, the ball rolls. And also, like I said, we will be, we will be reviewing those episodes respectively. And speaking of Mania Weekend, there is a 98% chance of a NXT stand and deliver post show on the first as well that Saturday, since the show will be early on in that afternoon. I believe it will be 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that will be their... It is a ninety-eight cent chance, chance. Like I will let I, you if you see a notification on YouTube that there is a new live stream going up, then you will know that it is confirmed that we will do a post show for that. And post shows will more likely be a thing. I'm still testing the waters on that. If I want to do post shows more, more and more post shows, but let me know what you guys think on that. And speaking of the streams, all video on demands are still available on Twitch. So if you haven't tuned in to where is Twitch.tv slash hey yo is Gresh or wherever we listen to or or, the, or YouTube wherever you listen to your podcast the video on demands are still there available for you guys but make sure you guys uh, tap in because according to my analytics you watch it on demand more than you do live so make sure you tap in on that uh, Gresh on Gresh on YouTube excuse me news uh, a new what if video dropped where I asked a question on what if NXT's Braun Breaker faced Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania instead of Lashley being subjected to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, it is available on YouTube.com slash at its Gresh. Um, I talked about that in detail on the pre the WrestleMania uh, the WrestleMania predictions version of the angle show that we did live on on March 29th. That was yesterday. So make sure you guys tap into that. Uh, other than that, one last tidbit of news, the Gresham Leach podcast on Twitch for our post-show reviews. We'll be moving over to the at AOS Gresh Twitch for the foreseeable future as a way to condense and add to the content streams over on there, making that the one central hub 
for all things Gresh and Gresh Unleashed podcast. We're just testing the waters to see if we want to do that or incorporate that for the YouTube aspects of things to try to condense all of that. So people, because people with short attention spans, they have this tendency of not wanting to click on a million things. So we're going to try to test the waters and condense. And also speaking of Gresh in general, www.grushdigitalmedia.com is under construction right now. That will more than likely be our new hub for all things GDM production as well as tapped in with uh, DJ Breezy. That will be coming back soon. Uh, her schedule has to, has been, hasn't been lining up with mine. So much, so much content that, that I am working on to get you guys and so much more. All right, speaking of WrestleMania weekend, you ready for some a double dose of speed round preview and predictions, Miss Bandit? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so... Was moving my eye. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, what is this? Like, oh my god! <laughs> All right, for this weekend, for April, for WrestleMania weekend, we are kicking off the sh- off the weekend with NXT Stand and Deliver. Uh, that will be on Saturday, April first, 2023, in Los Angeles, California, at the Crypto.com Arena. It will be at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay, and it will be headlined by Braun Breaker defending the NXT Championship against the one, the him, as people like to say, Himothy, uh, Carmelo Hayes. So, and it's it's a total of eight matches that have been announced for that. So that should be a solid two two for day for the first night. For no, this is this is the NXT Premium Live event. That would be oh, okay, taking okay, okay. that be taking place that Saturday afternoon before oh, night one before of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Okay. So I don't know you. I don't. Have you been keeping up with NXT? I've missed like two weeks. Nah. Okay. So we're just gonna get we're just gonna get your predictions for this one. Uh, from, we're gonna start off with the we're gonna go backwards instead of the main event. We're gonna go backwards. So the first match we got is Andre Chase, Duke Hudson, Thea Hale, and Tyler Bate versus the Schism. That would be uh, Joe Gacy, Rip Fowler, Jagger Reed, and the mysterious Ava, who is basically she's Dwayne the Rock Johnson's daughter. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, I believe is a eight person mixed tag where the okay. where for control of Chase U according to this, and uh, for your I'm gonna let you go first for your who you think you think Schism or Chase U. I'm gonna go with. Schism for this one. Okay, schism. And I'm gonna be honest with you, from what I've seen, because I missed the last two weeks of NXT TV for for work purposes. I'm it might be a two-way tie right there. We might have to both go for schism because I see them investing time with schism so far from what I have been seeing. So I can see them winning and become and taking Chase You on a different little twisted route. Oh, I had to put this in. Um, speaking of the crypto.com arena, if y'all don't really know what that is for the people who you it's know, the former state farm it's arena. The, yeah, Staple Center. It's the former state for Staple Center, Staple excuse Center. me. So many names. It's S. Staple Center. Where so, the Lakers play, people. Yeah, so if you don't it's in LA. <laughs> it's in LA. It's, it's just in case y'all wonder. <laughs> it's in the it's in LA. Staple Center. Where where the Lakers play, home of the Lakers. That's do you know. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> All right, next up we have uh, Johnny Gargano ba- battling Grayson Waller in an unsanctioned match. So it will be basically a since 
Grayson Waller invaded Johnny Gargano's home. It is, it is no wrestling, basic wrestling match. So basically an unsanctioned match. It doesn't count, if you will, but it's basically a no a no holds bar match between the I two. I'm going for Johnny Gargano. And that's your pick. There you go. Johnny Gargano. Uh I you could go with Johnny Gargano. I see them giving the win to Grayson Waller because they've been putting so much uh energy behind him. So I see okay. them doing that. Uh so you go with you go with Johnny Gargano. I'll go with Grayson Waller. Uh, next up, we have a fatal five-way match for the NXT North American Championship. Wesley defends against J.D. McDonough, big-ass head. Uh, <laughs> Ilya Dragunov, Axiom, and the debuting Dragon Lee. Uh, international uh, superstar there. I will probably see them... Wesley has been obsessed for the past few weeks of defending the North American championship and actually making, uh, he's just obsessed with, uh, defending it with the open challenges every week. Like literally it's every single week and it's just been brawls all over the place for NXT. I will probably just go off a whim and say them and see them put the title on JD McDonough. Okay. Do you see a, a title retention for Wesley, or do you see a new champion? I'll I'll go with a new champion for this one. I'll side with Big Head for this one. <laughs> JD McBig has head. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll side with Big Head this time. All right. So we got we got JD <laughs> McDonald on this one. Uh, next up, we have uh, Fallon Henley and Kiana James defending the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles against Abba Fire and Isla Dawn. Um, this has been, it's basically a, a, can they coexist tag team? Because Fallon Henley been, has been accusing Kiana James of cheating on her tag team of, uh, I think it's Josh Brooks Jensen or something like that. <laughs> so basically they, I, that's what I'm saying. I've been, I've missed two weeks of it. So they, it's basically they, can they coexist after winning the tag team titles? I kind of see them putting the titles on Alba Fire and Isla Dawn because mm. Isla Dawn has been playing her mystical stuff. Whatever her character is, she's been playing That's what games. I've been trying to figure out. With her character, I'm not opposed to it, which is why like, I, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with her too. Um, I like the fact that like her character is different for me. It's just it don't... it how do I say this? It's like a, it's like unexpected. Cause it's some stuff I'd be like, huh? Like what are they doing with her? Like, what is her character? Like that's, that's <laughs> I think what she's a witch. I'm like, what is she doing? I what is she, she? I think she's a witch. I, I was like, yeah, let's do that then. Like, let's, just, yeah, I let's see, see where this goes. But yeah, I see them uh, because Kiana James and Fallon, they, it's going to be, the, it's going to probably be the whole story of can they coexist? Can they, can they coexist with each other? And it's not going to work. So I see them dropping the straps to new champs on this one. And then we have a, a ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, this this one was kind of a, a, a mixed bag because moments after Roxanne Perez successfully defended the NXT Women's Championship against Miko uh, Sadamora, the champion collapsed in what turned into a scary scene. Basically... She recreated the moment where Shawn Michaels passed out in 1997. 
in the WWF, and they basically he basically rehashed the story with her because Miko kicked her in the head hardest hardest shit. Like she was literally whooping this woman's ass. This woman was getting fucked up. So it was that type of scenario. And it was basically that type of situation where it was like, Shawn Michaels was like, okay, there's going to be a new champion at Stand and Deliver because there's no timetable on Roxanne being clear. So basically it was uh, weeks of qualifying matches with Zoe Starks, uh, qualifying Gigi Dolan, qualifying Tiffany Stratton, qualifying... Lyra Valkyria and Indy Hartwell win a last chance. But then on the final NXT before Stand and Deliver, Roxanne Perez returned and said she's medically cleared. So now it's going to be a ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. Do you see them allowing Roxanne to retain or do you see them having a new champion? Because if I have to pick someone, I would probably pick Tiffany Stratton to win because this is a, this is a way to put the title. If they want to, if they want to change the title, they don't have to pin Roxanne. They could just, have I do her. see, a new, I do see a new champion. It's just right now. It don't matter. So you just want to just say the champion retains. Yes. All right. So I'll, I'll go. I do see a new champion though, for real. Okay. I just, I have to find out who that's gonna be, but you know, I don't mind. I, I see a new champion, honestly. Okay, so but yeah. the pin thing, I can agree on. Yeah, that's why it's a ladder match. So it's like they're not gonna pin her. So if they do have a new champion, she's not gonna lose the title by pinfall, and it's gonna lead to a rematch. And then we have the final match, the main event of this this show. I thought it was more matches. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven matches. Uh, did we pick everybody? Am I missing somebody? Yeah, we got everybody. Okay. 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 okay that was that's what I'm saying. One, two, three, four, five. I feel like I'm missing a match. Okay. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? No, we didn't skip a match. No. Nope. Unless I'm tripping. Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> the, it was a triple threat match for the NXT tag team titles, the men's NXT tag team titles. It is Gallus defending against the Creed brothers and the family being Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stakes, Stacks, excuse me, Channing Stacks Lorenzo. So just hot potato somebody. Do you see them? Do you see Gallus retaining the titles or do you see the Creed brothers regaining? Or do you see just first ever tag team champions with uh, the family being Tony D'Angelo and Stacks? The family. Okay. Uh, I kind of see. You go with the family. I kind of see Gallus retaining some way by either pinning the family or it'd be a screwy finish for the Creed brothers. That's just me. All right. That'd be funny if one of us end up being right yeah, or none of us end up being right at all. Like, this is the preview and prediction for people who, who've missed. She hasn't really been catching up, but I've missed like two weeks. But I still know the storylines going in. So I'm going in not blind but I'm still going to watch. Uh, then we have the main event, the match that I've been waiting on since Braun Breaker won the title. It is Braun Breaker defending the NXT Championship against Carmelo Hayes. And this is uh, basically two people that the, the company, the NXT 2.0, has been putting at the forefront. Carmelo Hayes is no longer North American champion. He turned his att- He's been winning matches and in, in side missions, and now he's finally on the verge of 
going after the NXT championship. They it's basically it's no shenanigans and nothing. It's just been Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker showing sign of respect, mutual respect between the two over on week, weekly television. And now it has come to a basically Michael Jordan versus uh basically his top rival, whomever that may be, because that man was against everybody. So Carmelo Hayes, he's he's up against the top dog in W in NXT. And I'm going to go. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna go, see. It's it's time. It's time for Braun Breaker to get up off that title. It's time for Carmelo Hayes to win that championship. Okay. Who you got? I got Carmelo. All right, we got a double Carmelo Hayes. So the, so him has the opportunity to show the world why he is next up. He he got next. He got next. And that is our preview and predictions for NXT Stand and Deliver that goes down on the first before WrestleMania night one. And speaking of WrestleMania, let's talk about WrestleMania 39 that goes that take goes that it goes down on Saturday, April 1st, as well as Sunday, April 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on both nights. Goes down. It is going down, and we're going to go backwards. We're going to go backwards as well because it's only a few that we know will headline uh, night one, night two. Like I, I know John Cena and Theory will open Saturday, and I believe, and I know Cody and Roman more than likely will end sat Sunday. So there's so much going on. All right, so we're going to go basically. We're going to go backwards, and we're going to go. Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. Dominic has been begging for his father to hit him and face him at WrestleMania, and he finally did and accepted the match on last Friday. And now we are here. I gave it for the and for those who don't who want to know my in-depth preview and predictions for WrestleMania, make sure you check out the Angle Show Live. We did a WrestleMania edition prediction uh, earlier on March on on Wednesday. So make sure you guys tap into that one. And I, if you're on, if you're on, you subscribe to me on YouTube. I put the direct link in my community tab. But uh, for this one, we're gonna start off with Dominic Mysterio versus Ray Mysterio. Who do you got? I got Ray. You got Ray Ray. I got Ray Ray. Hold on one second. Yeah. I got Ray. I am waiting for this child <laughs> to get the ultimate parent-child butt whipping of a lifetime. I am ready. I wouldn't be surprised if Ray picks up a chair, like, at all. I'm ready for it. I want the chair, the candlestick, stick, the belt. I want all of it. <laughs> I pick, I, obviously, on the, on the preview show that I did, uh, I picked Dominic Mysterio because I just I just know it's going to be some cheating there uh, because it's, it's definitely <laughs> going to get involved. Uh, but Angle actually picked Ray Mysterio because he sees the story continuing past WrestleMania. Because I don't know a lot of people see that oh, Ray Mysterio is going into the Hall of Fame. He might retire. He says he don't really see that it's, it's, it's going to stop there. It's going to continue. It's going to evolve. And it's going to eventually see Dominic eventually retire Ray Mysterio. Because that man, is, he's not going into 2024 full-time wrestling. I'm pretty sure he's his time is winding down because that man has been wrestling forever. All right, next up we have the... First of two WrestleMania showcase matches is Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. Who do you got? I got the Raiders. You got the Viking Raiders? 
I picked, I believe for this one, I picked the Street Profits. But uh, Angle also picked the Viking Raiders. So it's two for two right there. The reason why I picked the Street Profits is because I see it depends on the match car, on the match placement, on if it's going to be a good, uh, like if it's going to be a feel-good moment type of match or it's going to be just a, a dominant showing. But if they do go with the Viking Raiders and they actually decide to build a behind the Viking Raiders, I'm going to need them to go full throttle on the Viking Raiders, like the aesthetics, uh, go in depth with the characters, give vignettes to, to them and kind of have people, whoever they're feuding with, actually battle the Viking Raiders so that the, the show and the match can actually feel important around them. Next up, we have the women's showcase match. And I, and I said it on, 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 the, on the live show, I will say it again. Don't really care for this match. It, a lot of these people were just thrown together, and I'm not finna. And, I, and, it's, and that's not a knock on the talent. That's, that's, that's so more so a knock. So that's a, that's more so a knock on management booking them. So it's uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. And I put and I picked Ronda and Shayna. I picked Ronda and Shayna too. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Cause that's like the vibe I got. I was like, why does it look like it's thrown together? <laughs> because it was. It was literally they were like, oh hey, we need to get these people on the show. So uh here you go. Oh, man. And and don't get me wrong, the, the men's match was thrown together too, but still. It's just like, all right. Moving on. Uh this is one of the matches I'm looking forward to this weekend is Intercontinental Champion Gunther. Versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship. I picked Sheamus to win, to finally get the win, and for them to take the title off Gunther so that he can go up and become in the in the main event scene. Uh, but if they do keep the title on him, I see him breaking Honky Tonk Man's title reign length because I believe he's... He's Honky Tonk Man is the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. So hopefully they go that route. If they do keep the title on him, who do you got? So you see Gunther winning? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm getting kind of tired of Honky Tonk at this point. <laughs> like, oh, we've been tired of Honky Tonk, even though he ain't been around for years, but we just... We, we... All right. Uh, next up, we have Finn Balor versus, or the Demon Finn Balor versus Edge inside Hell in a Cell. And it's been reported that it will be the original Hell in a Cell color and not that red bullshit they, they've been having us watch for the past <laughs> for the past year and a half. Grace so, is like, take it back to the classic, please. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not just me. Everybody is like that. They're like, take this shit back to the classic. Man, and I'm going with Edge, so... Ah, so and I'm going with the demon because I see I see I see them uh, rehabilitating that that character. Like if he's just the demon, just to lose, what's the point? But you going right. with Edge? I'm going with Finn Balor, so we're good with that one. Then we have uh, the match that I'm looking forward to all weekend. I don't care if y'all hate it or love it, whatever. Homo right. sapiens rise. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. I'm ready for that. And I am going with as much as as much as I'm going. I, I'm a fan of Omos. 
it's basically a, a a showcase match where Brock and Omos is basically Brock is going to F five Omos and win. Uh, yes, like hands down. <laughs> so I'm so going with Brock. Let's just let's just be real right there. And if you guys want to go see where I where I see them going right. afterwards, make sure you guys check out that uh, that show over on, that 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 preview and predictions that we did over on the Angle Show. Actually, gave a tidbit on how I see them utilizing this loss as a way to introduce a new incarnation of the Hurt Business with Omos and the Street Profits and a potential future heel Bianca Belair. So make sure you guys tap into that. Everybody who was in the chat for that one agreed with my take. So make sure you guys tap into that one and make sure you guys tune into that one. I'm not going to give too much because basically I, I basically gave you a little tidbit of what I just went into detail because this is the speed round preview predictions. We don't want to spend too much time on this. So that is my prediction. Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar. Both of us got that. And we move on then we have the six-woman tag team match, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. And I picked, I pick Damage Control. I think Damage Control. So we got a two another two-way pick for Damage Control. Because let's be real, Damage Control hasn't really been losing, been winning match. They've literally every big big match they've been in part part of, they've lost. Bailey lost repeatedly to Bianca. Damage Control lost inside of uh, war games. It's time for them to win a big one or just break up the team. <laughs> like, at that point, like, just break it up. Then, right now. <laughs> well, come on. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> another match that I'm not going to spend too much time on, Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Uh, uh, Seth sorry. Rollins. Right. <laughs> I didn't even want to say nothing. I was like, man, go away. So it, <laughs> so problems. It, will it will, will it be a match that steals the show? Maybe. Who knows? Because let's be real. As much as a lot of people don't like him, Logan Paul has not missed. Logan, Logan Paul has not missed in the ring. I'll give him that. Logan Paul has not missed in basically in, in, in ever since he's been in the ring in WWE. Next up, we have uh, the first of two Women's Championship matches Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley For the Smackdown Women's Championship I'm going with Rhea Ripley Yeah Because Rhea does not need to lose To Charlotte I don't, She don't Honestly you are, You're so right Like you we, so We've already right. I'm already had enough of Charlotte As champion All so right As many times <laughs> she's been champion They patted the hell out of her title reigns Because I only remember like Two reigns and that was her NXT women's title reign the first time, not the second time, and her back and forth with Sasha Banks in 2016. Other than that, I barely remember her title reigns because they were literally just padded just to pad them. It's a lot, man. And then we have the second of two women's championship matches that is Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair defending against the Empress Asuka who won the Elimination Chamber match in February to get this title opportunity. The new and improved Asuka, the lethal Asuka, the build for both, all these women matches have been lackluster as shit. Uh, I'm only going into these matches out of fandom of these two women. So... so. I'm going to go for Bianca for this one, but at the same time, 
I won't be opposed if Oscar gets the win either. Okay. So you go Especially with... from a fan point of view. I'm a fan of both of them. So it's like, yeah. And I'm and I and obviously on the show I picked Oscar to win because I feel like she needs a win and I feel like Bianca needs a reset a little bit as far okay. as because she needs to turn heel at least once. Okay. And that's what led me into eventually suggesting her leading a new hurt business. I'm not saying because we never we don't really have a woman led faction like that that is dominant oh, okay. that I'll is that is dominant. That okay. is dominant over the entire WWE. At like think like I'm, I need them to expand post. I mean, outside of the bloodline being the top dog, like let her lead and stuff like that. So that's what I'm saying. Make sure you guys tap into that uh, that that prediction. We went into full depth. It's, like, it's over two hours, so we want to want to. If you guys want to tap into that, make sure you tap into that. And if you haven't already, I'll just leave the link in the description wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, next up, we have which match we got next? Oh, one of the most emotionally driven matches that is the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos, defending against the brothers, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Who you got? Oh, Matter of fact, let me just answer for you. The Usos, she picks the Usos <laughs> because I already know how she is out of fandom. <laughs> And I believe I picked Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because I see them. This is being this weekend is a new layer into the eventual fall of the bloodline that's going to take over rest of 2023 into 2024. In a way, it is. Then we then next up, we have the United States Championship match. Austin Theory defending against John Cena, kicking off night one of WrestleMania. And I said it on the show, I see Austin Theory retaining and yeah. eventually leading to a possible, like him getting full of himself and then losing the title on like, say, Raw or something. The Raw at the yeah, WrestleMania. I, I'm going with Theory. So like, like uh, people be assuming that I, I hate that man. I don't. I don't hate him. He just get on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> so yeah that's what I'm saying I don't hate him though but yeah he on my nerves <laughs> and then we have the main event of the weekend it is for the undisputed universal championship we have Roman Reigns defending it against the men's Royal Rumble match winner Cody Rose on the show I picked Cody Rose due to the fact that I'm I am I will die on the hill that Roman Reigns needs to lose the title and because if you there's one story that you cannot like that is going to be must see TV. A man who blames everybody but himself. Oh, is going to eventually. He's going to snap. Yeah, and he's going to blame yeah. everybody but himself, and that's going to lead to a possible match with Jey Uso at say SummerSlam, or he's going to eventually build to Solo Sikoa. No, are you playing? Like while I think about it, because. For since I got a chance to like do all my catching up from Raw to SmackDown and right back again, like back and back, back to back, I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, like as much as y'all, y'all know how I am about Roman Reigns, but at the same time, I'm feeling like he's gonna have to fall at some point. And then let him come back. Like, I won't be opposed to him trying to come back and then come back and try to get everything that 
was taken from him. So I'm going to go with Cody on this one. Oh. And oh. That's new. Exactly. Oh. That's new coming from me. So it's like when I think about it, it's like, yeah, I'm, I, I, I would like to see how Cody is going to carry for a little while. Now, if you uh, go off of the, the prediction, uh, Ango had a proper rebuttal. Uh, he was basically saying, like, Roman retains because the, ch- the the story in Cody is his chase to trying to get back at the right. like, like, get back at the title. And he said the reason why he said Roman retains is because there, there needs to be a draft at okay. some point. And it needs to be a, a point where Adam Pierce or somebody say, hey, Roman, USA Network wants a, a world champion every week. You're not there every week. You need to give up the WWE title. That way it keeps Roman with the universal title. He can go a thousand days or something as universal champion. Okay. And he was basically saying it builds up to Solo Sokoa mm. taking the universal title from him at WrestleMania 40. Oh, okay. Oh. And, th- and he said the only nice logic. And he said the caveat with uh with the if they do decide to do Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, have him destroy Jey Uso. He was basically saying with SummerSlam have him destroy Jay Uso again as a way because you're 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 gonna have to lead to that brothers versus cousin. Yeah. So that's what, and that was that'd be a nice caveat to that, and that'll lead into a whole another whole more stories that they can tell with that. That way, that keeps the universal title in the bloodline on SmackDown, and have the have Raw after surrounded with Cody's chase back to the universal title. And he also gave a tidbit of like incorporating the OC into prominent figures for Raw. But he basically saying, have Cody fail and have the story be the build to Cody. Eventually getting that title at WrestleMania 40, the WWE title at WrestleMania 40, because he failed and, and have him vulnerable for the next, for the rest of the year and have him go on a, a true redemption arc and have him retain his title. But that's what I'm saying. There's so many ways you can go. Gosh, that's that's dope logic. I never thought about that. That is so genius. That's what I'm saying. So there is a million ways you can go with this weekend. A lot of possibilities. And the beauty <laughs> behind it is I would like I said on, on his show, I would not be angry at either outcome. I would yeah. one thing I don't do is lose sleep over wrestling. Let's let's just get that out of the way. But at the same time <laughs> It's like I understand his point of view, and I'm pretty sure some people stand my point of view. Like the money is Roman Reigns snapping. There's also oh, money, <laughs> but there's also money in Jay and Cody Rose potentially climbing back to up to that title. So whatever outcome they have, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be mostly invested into it. I'm pretty sure I'm going to react the way I react. The jokes will fly on Twitter like they always do. But this weekend. Like I say, because he asked me, he said, what is the, how, like, the anticipation for this week? Like, how would you rank this WrestleMania, like, as far as hype? I haven't been this hyped for a WrestleMania since, in, since 2014 with Daniel Bryan ch- ch- chasing after the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> That's how long it's been since I've been hyped. Like, every WrestleMania since has been, like, they had their moments. They've been decent, uh, solid. But as far as, like, hype, as far as, like, build and anticipation... This is up there. It's probably top 10. It's probably like number nine, but not 10, but not number one. So 
Yeah, that is, and ladies and gentlemen, that does our preview, our speed round preview and predictions for this WrestleMania weekend. NXT stand and deliver. WrestleMania night one and night two, both all going down this weekend. I believe the Hall of Fame is on Friday, so I believe they announced Timmy White as the the warrior, the recipient of the Warrior a Warrior Award. He was a legendary referee in the in the in, in the late eighties, early into the nineties, in the Attitude Era. Incredibly deserved. Ray Mysterio, Stacy Keebler. She's got legs. She is in the Hall of Fame as well. Uh, I don't have the full list in front of me, but I believe it's only four people going into the Hall of Fame right next to the Warrior Award. So it's going to be a pretty small list. Finally. You say what? I think Ray is yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I, mean, I mentioned that moments ago. But I'm just saying, like, the Hall of Fame is like four is going to be in there. Um, it's it's, it's it's completely small compared to 2020 and 2021 all that stuff. So hopefully next year they let Batista go in. Man, they should have been okay. He's not available. He's not available. Huh, I'm not doing this. I'm not gonna sit here. He's not available. I'm, I'm literally just telling you the truth. He's just, he's just not available. <laughs> he's just not available. That's all should've it is. Been, been no, the reason why he didn't he was supposed to be in 2020. He he didn't want to do it because he wanted to do it in front of fans. Now that he's getting booked in Hollywood, he's not available. So, so more than likely next year will be the time for Batista to go into Hall of Fame. Uh, I wanted it to be this year because it made sense, Hollywood and all that stuff. But you can't really. Hey, Ray Batista, they boys. Like you should have been. You can't really fault that. Like let let Ray Mysterio be the hot, the headliner, and let that be a way to. I hope they use that as a way to further build to him and Dominic at WrestleMania, like, do a little segment there. So hopefully that is a fun time. But WrestleMania weekend is stacked, is solid, and that is our preview and predictions for WrestleMania weekend. All right, now it's time for us to step back in time in our retro review main event of the evening, our headliner. It is, we're stepping back to ECW 1999. I got the dates wrong. That's my bad. I got I sent her the wrong episode. They were uh, looking back to back, so it was no big deal. It was literally the same old. It was it was pretty much I sent her the highlight version. Hardcore TV was the syndicated <laughs> version. Out. And we watched the uh the real episode is ECW on TNN from December 17th instead of the 18th. It was confusing. Yeah. Like it, it was out that's on my that's on me because I was I'm a busy dude. I literally do everything behind the scenes so I, I got the, the the episodes wrong it's all good but uh i enjoyed the both episodes that we watched even though we're probably going, we're going to reference hardcore tv because there's some stuff on there that happened but it didn't happen on ecw on uh tnn but i, I enjoyed i enjoyed this one just like we like last week it wasn't uh it wasn't boring it was it it, it kept my attention bruh oh my bad <laughs> A whole blackout. <laughs> I went blank for a second. Um. Anyway, but yeah. Um. I did enjoy this episode. Um. Especially. So it was some stuff like some segments, but what got me like really, really hyped for it in a way that just made it hilarious, made me keep watching was the beginning. Um. <laughs> the guy starts talking oh, in the, the oh, um, TNN. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to 
was in. I think that's what he said. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm gonna keep watching this because it's gonna get funnier from here. And it was a, it was a funny it was a funny situation, but uh, yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about. But for ECW wrestling on TNN, uh, we kick off uh, ECW on TNN with Joey Styles in Richmond, Virginia, and he's with the quintessential stud muffin, Joel. The ladies love me in Virginia because I'm always smooth up in you. That. <sighs> Gertner. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, man, the stuff that we came with in the 90s. Man. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't fly today, put it that way. <laughs> it would not. The, the, the way I would not hear the end of it on social media would be hilarious. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> But he's there. He's there. The he's basically the color commentator for those of you who don't know. Uh, for that's basically the to to balance out Joey Styles. Uh, we cut backstage to the Impact players hyping up their main event number one contenders match against Chris Candino and Rhino. Lance Storm vowed to victimize Chris Dan Candino, Rhino for going along with them, and Don Marie said that Sammy has been victimized for years. And said it's not that they're looking past you, just through you. I enjoyed this opening segment for like it, it, it's it was it was fun to uh, see Impact players in modern time because I believe the last time I paid I've seen Impact players in any way shape or form was ECW One Night Stand in 2005. So it was kind of interesting to see like just incredible cutting promos like he's trying to whisper. And not yell and wake up the, the neighbors. It was like you, I'll explain that later, but that's just the way he was cutting promos for me. Then we get the opening intro, Extreme Championship Wrestling. Since it's the uh, holidays, we got Chappy Chanaka, Merry Effing Christmas, and an Extreme New Year. But the opening package was basically the TV TV 14 or the TV MA version, which we saw some ass cheeks, cat fights, New Jack doing New Jack shit, the whole nine. But it was it still got you hyped because the because whoever was playing that guitar spazzed out. For real. We kicked off uh, ECW on TNN with the Baldies making their way to the ring. It's the mouthpiece Devito followed by the Muscle Grime and the Kingpin Angel. And one of them will take on the original gangster, the OG, New Jack. And that leads into commercial breaks. A lot of commercial breaks in the most awkward oh, yeah. places. Like, it was just like, oh, we're going to be right back. And I'm like, okay, same thing last week, same thing this week. <laughs> back from commercial break, there's a segment where Nova, a.k.a. Simon Dean in uh, WWE, was talking with Kit Cash until Nova's injured partner, tag team partner, Chris Chetty, wanted to talk... He wanted to get back into action. He was like, I, I, I can, I'm good. I'm good. But and but Nova said it's not going to happen because his back isn't 100%, and he'll do just fine with Chris's handpicked replacement until he gets back. And Chris then threatens Cash to not to screw his partner over or he'll break his freaking neck, which he says, okay, I got you. I, I, I'm going to take care of it. And then Chris says, and by the way, then he started. <laughs> I'm like, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
Uh, <laughs> like he was just like, <laughs> and then he confused Chris. It confused uh, what you call it, uh, Nova. It was just I was confused. Yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing? And then yeah, it, it, it's like it, it it was weird to explain. But he then he turns to walk away, and then he instantly turns back and asks Cass, "Were you looking at my? Were you just checking at my ass? <laughs> Are you just looking at my ass?" And I'm like, "Everybody looking at you." Like, Cass first was, of all, <laughs> Cass was confused because he wasn't. <laughs> by the way, and then I was confused because I'm like, "What?" And then Chris says, "You know, I can't blame you." Look at look look at me for crying out loud! Right. And, then, and then he looks at the camera and says, "Well, that could turn a straight man gay." Wait a minute! Wait, wait a minute! <laughs> right? And I was like, "Bruh, you just—it was going well, and then you just made it go completely left." What are you talking about? <laughs> That's all I said. I said, "Cass was confused. I'm confused. Nova is embarrassed." And dude just walks away like he just delivered a zinger line. I'm like, bro, what? No. <laughs> no. That's not what that mean. We trying to figure out what was you doing. <laughs> like, uh, all right. <laughs> that don't mean we hitting on you. All right. We try- the funny thing is that makes it even worse. He wasn't even looking. He just turned to talk back to Nova. So it's like, bro, what are you talking about? <sighs> Uh, Nova said he was dumped on his head a little bit and his family's crazy in that end of the segment. Back in the ring, the mouthpiece, DeVito has a mic. We and he said this in the most, I don't know, I don't know what accent he was doing. I don't know if he was trying to speak Italian. I don't know what he was what was going on, but I'm gonna try to mimic it as much as possible. We have come here tonight and we have staked our claim. And now the streets of Virginia <laughs> belongs to the Baldies before all three men. Throw up a fist to the to the camera. I'm like, y'all the shield or some shit. I don't know what's going on. Right. Uh, I <laughs> thought, and, and the funny thing is, like the way he was pausing and awkward, something in my eye. He, I thought he was done, but he kept going. Like he just kept going. So if there is anyone in the back that wants to fight for our turf, you're gonna have to go through the baldies. Ah 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 ah. And I'm like, oh my. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. But then he kept going because of the awkward pause that threw me off. I'm like, okay, so moving on. As a matter of fact, I got I got this one, boys. I got this one. This man proceeds to climb the, the ropes for some reason. You're gonna have to go through me. <laughs> and I just blacked out for like a split second because I'm like. The fuck are you talking about, dog? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? Who are you? Never heard of you before in my life. And then cue generic hip hop music because copyright reasons. And then out comes the OG, the original gangster, New Jack. New Jack then walks out with a trash can full of weapons before tossing it in the ring, and the brawl is on with New Jack's music playing throughout the match. Danny stopped the music at all. It was just music. Uh, the weapons used was a keyboard with the worst ECW painted on them, a cooking pan, and this man hit him in the balls with a kendo stick assisted keyboard shot. Then the OG had a guitar and laid this man out after playing with it when he dived off the ropes and picked up the win in dominant fashion. It was literally a one-sided affair before pulling out a fork. The man pulled out a fork. Well, he, he thought he was at dinner or something. 
and he teased to stick him in the face with a fork until Angel and Grimes made the save, and it was a three-on-one situation, and then they stapled New Jack's ear to his skull. They victimized the victimizer before going to commercial break. I enjoyed it for what it was, like the match itself. Whatever it was with the characters, I was just confused during this entire time. Back from the break, and the Baldies are still in the ring. I don't know why. Go the fuck <laughs> away. Uh, and DeVito says, like I said, if there's anybody in the back that wants to fight for our turf, then you're going to have to go through the Baldies. I'm like, bro, if you say your name one more fucking time. The Baldies. I'm about to slap you inside your bald-ass head. And then I don't have to do that, though, because out comes... The ECW World's Heavyweight Champion Mike Awesome's music played, and out came the Giant alongside Judge Jeff Jones. You never, basically, you never issue an open challenge to ECW because you never know who's going to answer it, and Mike Awesome answered the call. Definitely. <laughs> awesome stormed the ring and took everyone down, and then we got an impromptu world title match. It's Mike Awesome versus Vic Grimes. Uh, the match was all over the place. Awesome hit a tope outside uh, outside the ring with ease. Like, that man literally floated midair. With his, he was this giant, big dude in a little pond. Uh, Vic Grimes tried to do a drop kick on the outside on Awesome, but landed head first when he missed, and he his head bounced because there was no padding on the floor. So he literally hit ca- uh, cardboard, padded, covered concrete. And basically, this was just a pretty much a one-sided affair. He tried to fight back, but he was rocked, uh, that being Grimes. Mike Awesome then hits a Awesome Bomb on Grimes from the apron to the floor through a table, which was impressive because Grimes was not light. That man was like nearly 300 pounds. And that was enough for Awesome to pick up the win and retain the ECW World's Heavyweight Championship in dominant fashion. After the match, Judge Jeff Jones grabs the microphone and hypes up, hypes up his man after another, another successful title defense. Just in case you people didn't know, he is the most awesome athlete in sports today. He is the most awesome champion in professional wrestling. He is the most awesome giant on the face of the earth, Mike But Jones is interrupted by music, and out comes the giant killer Spike Dudley. Spike rushes the ring, dodges the attack, the clothesline from Awesome, hits a low blow, he kicked him in the dick uh, on the champion, and hits the Dudley dog, a.k.a. the acid drop on Mike Awesome. Puts one foot on his chest and starts, he hit the taunt button, he started bounding his chest, and storms to the back all the while his music still plays. So there was no music cuts in ECW. They, the music just kept playing. They was like, there's no point in us turning the music off. Just, just let it play. And Judge Jeff Jones is fears in the ring while Mike Awesome is confused at first at what just happened before he becomes incensed. Spike comes back out and is gloating at his actions and doing the belt motion around his waist before going to the commercial break. If we watch the ECW Hardcore TV, this is basically their way to build to a match at Guilty as Charged. I believe it was Spike Dudley versus Mike Awesome for the title. Back from the break, uh, we recap what we just saw between the Baldies, New Jack, Mike Awesome, and Spike Dudley before cutting back to Joey and Joel asking, can Spike Dudley put the world champion down and win the belt? Backstage, we cut to Danny Doring in the showers talking about Chris Chetty's back, Nova's temporary tag team partner, and says, ah, who cares? Because tonight... Danny Doring 
cashes in on the extreme benefits of being a professional wrestler. Before Electra <laughs> walks into the frame, she broke the fourth wall, looked into the camera, presses up against Danny before walking towards the shower, removing her towel, handing it to Danny, who smells it for some reason. Yeah, like, oh. You're scaring the bitches, all right. Uh, <laughs> she enters the shower, and he goes back to cutting a promo about his favorite subject himself. Uh, the quote-unquote Danaconda loves to... Yeah. He said he loves to, and then something pricks his hand before a random tampon is tossed out of the shower. And he said, I guess your Aunt Flo isn't visiting this month. Uh, you know, it's whole out of my head. Yeah. Uh, he says, I hope you're ready, baby, because here I come. And when he pulls the curtains back, it's roadkill in the shower instead of Electra. Uh, which startles Danny, and then he tells him shower over without saying. He's like, eh, next door, next door. Uh, Francine then pops pops up and says she didn't see anything. She just wanted to take a shower while wrapped in a towel herself. A lot of innuendos in this scene. Uh, Electra then hops out the shower and threatens Danny after Francine leave. Did I just hear a girl's voice in here? If I ever catch, if I ever, ever catch you talking or looking at someone, I'll cut that Danaconda down to a garden snake. What the hell? Okay. Before pulling him into the shower to get down to business. Let's get down to business. And the camera then pans to Roadkill, who wraps up the promo with skins before going to commercial break. I was confused during this entire segment. I was like, uh... All right, like, this is completely 1999. If I have a, yeah, back from commercial break, and it's just Joey Styles who wants to wait on Joel Gertner to get back so they can continue. But Paul Heyman shouts, "Will you please go ahead?" From behind the camera, he's the executive uh, behind that, so he just basically was like, "Just go." Joe, Joey attempts to hype up the next match until Joel Gertner walks into the frame, only wearing a towel. He literally just walked into the frame wearing a towel. Who's petitioning for the integral or the integration of more shower scenes because he doesn't mind nudity as long as it's integral to the story. Please stop scaring the bitches. Please. Thank you. Thank you, Joel. Thank you. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. We didn't cut to the ring for a three-way dance between Ikoto uh, Hidaka, Super Kalo, and Tom Marquez. It was high octane all over the place once the bell rung. During the match, an injured Sabu, after blowing out his knee, limped to the ring, accompanied by Bill Alfonso, interrupts the match after three minutes, which is why I didn't even bother uh, taking notes at all. And goes on, a, he literally goes on a chair tossing, throwing frenzy, sending a message to ECW World Television Champion Rob Van Dam before Sabu hits his guillotine leg drop. Bounced off the chair onto all three men stacked up on the table through it. This was basically a way to for Sabu to continue to build to his upcoming title match at Guilty as Charged against Rob Van Dam. So even injured, Sabu was showing up to work and doing the damn thing. On Hardcore TV, I'm going to shift, shift focus since we watched both episodes. On Hardcore TV, we saw a recap of the situation between the team of Chris Candino and Rhino accompanied by Tammy Sitch confronting the team of the Impact players, Lance Storm and Justin Credible, who was jacking off a kendo stick as a gesture to Tammy, Don Marie, Joel Gertner, and Jason. Chris Candino then says, you're out here talking about who's using who. Well, hold on a damn second, pal. 
points at, Jason, at Landstorm. The only reason you've been here because I carried your stupid Canadian ass for a year and a half, and you know it. And you pointed Justin Carrotable. Yeah, you. And don't cut me off or edit anything, asshole, talking to somebody. <laughs> I don't know why. He just literally said, don't, don't be cutting me off. I'm like, all right, who you talking to? Who the fuck you talking to? The only reason you're here, back to Justin Carrotable, is because I brought your ass here. So pay freaking attention, all right? If anybody's using anybody around here, it's me and my man Rhino are using you guys. He literally could have trimmed that entire sentence down and just said, yeah. I ain't, you're not using me. We're using you. Like, he literally just did, like, a whole ass... He just said a whole bunch of nothing just to say what he wanted to say. Get to the point, bitch. Uh, Landstorm smirks at him like he's full of shit. Rhino then starts yelling, enough with the fucking talk. Let's just kick their fucking asses. Rhino then gores the hat off of Jason, and all hell breaks loose between the men before they're pulled apart by security, which the crowd booed. And then Dawn Marie and Tammy start a random-ass cat fight. And the crowd cheers. And they just start rolling around until they are pulled apart. On back on ECW wrestling on ECW on, T, on TNN, we're back from commercial break, and the next match is a number one contenders match for the ECW World Tag Team Championships. Out first, accompanied by Jason, is Justin Credible, and then out next is Lance Storm, accompanied to the ring by Dawn Marie. Dawn Marie and WWE had me in a chokehold. I can't lie, but Dawn Marie <laughs> and ECW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they come out to complete the impact players. Out next is Chris Candino attempting to hold back Rhino, who comes out with him alongside Tammy Lynn Sitch. And then we get a recap of Tammy Sitch getting paddled by Dawn Marie and Angelica, or commonly known as Lita, holding her in the headlock. And the match is underway. That was like the, re I guess that was their way of telling us the reason why Tammy and Dawn are beefing because they got, she got embarrassed. Whatever. I like the opening exchange between Candino and Storm, former tag team partners going at it until Justin Credible made the tag and introduced a steel chair. And it came back to bite him with a DDT on the chair. And then Candino made the tag to Rhino. And it was Rhino's game throughout this entire encounter. The closing moments came and went, got down with, uh, it goes down a little bit with Rhino taking care of an interfering or at least attempting to interfere Jason. And then a superplex from Candino to Lance Storm before Dawn Marie breaks the count. So this was a, I forgot this was ECW rules, so there's no rules. It's, it's just ECW, just fight and it's whatever. And then after Dawn Marie comes in, Tammy comes in and handles her, which leads to another cat fight. Did you hear the squeal that Joey Styles yeah. let out when he yelled? I did. Yeah, 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 like what the? Fuck? I did. I was like, bro, what? Like, the way like, are you? Are you good? Like, you need water? Where that come from? Like that? That, that <laughs> I've never heard that octave from a man ever in my life. So that's why it threw me off. I was like, wait, yeah, like, what? They, there was a cat fight basically before Bandino and uh, and Candino, excuse me, I said Bandino like he's in AEW. Candino and Storm broke things up and immediately went back to wrestling each other. There was an Irish whip exchange between Storm and Candino, which Storm reversed. And when he did, Justin Credible hit Candido with a kendo stick. Rhino went for a gore on Storm, but that man did a massive leap, leapfrog, which allowed for Rhino connecting with Candino with the gore. A miscue, if you will. The way Candino landed, he was moments away. The way that man landed, he was moments away from whiplashing his neck on the ropes. Like, he, he literally bounced back, and I'm like, oh, bro, you about broke your neck. 
Storm then connects with a super kick on Rhino, Credible Pin, Candino, and the Impact players are now the number one contenders for the ECW World Tag Team Championships. Uh, the music was so loud when I watched it on ECW Hardcore TV that I couldn't hear the commentary, but it was just basically... Once when I watched it back on ECW on TNN, commentary was basically saying, uh, every, like, basically the, the, that they have Candido and Rhino's number and they are going to go after those tag team titles. It's basically building another match. You couldn't, if you listen to it, the feed on Hardcore TV, you could not hear a word that commentary was saying. But if you watch it back on ECW on TNN, you heard everything. Uh, after the match, Storm grabs a mic and says, The fact that we are the impact players in ECW cannot be denied. Rhino and Candino are going at their ringside because they just lost because of a miscue. The fact that we are the next tag team champions. Dreamer and Raven can't be denied. And the fact that this man here, points to Justin Credible, is the hardcore icon, the Sandman, can't be denied. And then... Enter the Sandman begins to play, or at least a dubbed instrumental and crowd noise instead, because it's, it's on Peacock. They don't have the copyrights to to enter the Sandman as Sandman enters the, through the crowd with beer, Kindle stick, and cigarette in hand. He just got a whole cancer stick in his mouth. And that man has a full-on entrance through the crowd before making his way to ringside. And that man is just chilling before finally getting on the apron and hits the taunt button with the beer before spitting it, literally spitting it at the Impact players. Jason then tells Storm Incredible he's got this and stands in front of them before getting in the face of Sandman, who enters the ring finally. Jason thinks it's three on one, but he doesn't know that Storm Incredible left him to fight for himself before Sandman. You unleashed, literally unleashed on Jason before Just Incredible attacked him from behind with his own kendo stick and unleashed on him with that kendo in the face twice. Incredible goes for a third strike, but Sandman ducks Incredible hits his own partner accidentally before Sandman regains control and goes on the attack. But then Rhino slipped back in and gored the hell out of Sandman through the table that was propped up in the corner. And Rhino stands tall, still fears about what just happened to head into commercial break. After seeing the recap on Hardcore TV, we got a promo from Rhino in the back after this went down. And Rhino, he said, he's, he's basically said this, Everybody is whispering during this show for some reason when they cut the promo. He says, Sandman. Yeah. Sandman. Like, can you, like, move your hair from your face? No, nah, he's not. He, he's a beast. He's not happening. He's yeah, a beast. It's just, he's I'm a like, beast. okay, well, talk clearly. Because right now, and plus I was watching this last night, so I was just like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on now. I can have all that in my ears. <laughs> he says, Sandman. <laughs> Sandman, I told you I don't respect you. Sandman, I told you I don't respect what you've done in the past. And quite frankly, I'm not too impressed with what you've done since you've been back. In fact, I've gored you through a table so many times, it's starting to lose its satisfaction. And you will be the first of many to remember the name Rhino. I was like, okay, bro. Rhino. I like this promo though. If he would not whisper, but I like this promo. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand why WWE never strapped a rocket to this man when he was there two years later. Well, well, I know. Uh, it couldn't. It couldn't be because he was short. Because that man was six foot 
and over 250 pounds. But if you see The Rock out there selling the, the gore like death on Raw, then maybe you should take heed and put this man in your main event scene, in your main event picture. But it was Vince McMahon back then, so who knows backstage we cut to raven who's just that was your main event of ecw on tnn by the way uh backstage we cut to raven who's just chilling on the floor with a bandana and shades indoor like he's a madman uh i need you to understand i'm trying so hard i'm trying so hard tommy i'm trying to do the right thing you know i can't go through it again if this doesn't work out i cannot fight you again you know it's it took too much out of me the first time, and then everything I've been through, I can't. I'm too weak, and you're too strong, and there's no way I can do it. I can't go through that again. And the funny thing is, I always thought I'd lure you to my side, and you've lured me to yours. <laughs> I want to do the right thing, and I'm trying to do the right thing. I just need you to understand that's so important to me right now. I'm going to be there at the pay-per-view, and we're going to get rid of the Impact players. We're going to get rid of Lance and Justin, and you need to know that I'm going to be there. I'm going to be your partner, that you can count on me. I need you to understand that. I want you to understand that. You have to understand that. Please understand that. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I'm like a typical black mom. That's unacceptable. You hear me? I unacceptable. I understand that. I understand that. I really do. Francine says. I guess he was talking to her. Uh, shit, I don't know. But that ends ECW wrestling on TNN. Uh, to, to talk a little bit about what we saw on, on Hardcore TV, uh, Raven was still being a loner in the backstage to kick off Hardcore TV. Uh, he's just chilling on the couch. It's funny how both episodes start with that we watched back to back last week was Raven just chilling. Uh, but Raven is listening to Tommy Dreamer, who's had enough of this man already. I've been standing here for 20 minutes trying to talk to you. You won't open your mouth. You look at me. You look at me. You wanted me to take off your sunglasses trying to talk about the stupid pay-per-view. We go. Here we go. Let's do Tom And Tommy, Tommy, look, get out of the way. You're blocking my view. Uh, yeah, sure, Scotty, no problem. And he just walks away out of the room like he wasn't just annoyed at that man. The camera pans back to Raven just watching an episode of King and Hell uh, with 360p. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, he was just watching nothing but static. He was just watching nothing but static. We eventually also see a match between the Enforcer, CW, and Anderson on Hardcore TV, accompanied by Lou E. Dangerously, putting his on his best Paul Heyman impersonation because I thought that man was him until he started talking of the Dangerous Alliance making his way to the ring. Uh, he faced, what's it called? His, what's his name? He faced uh, Mikey Whiprack. Did you, do you remember this match? I enjoyed this match. Mikey uh, Whiprack versus CW Anderson. Yeah, 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 I do. I do remember it. Yeah, the match. I actually liked it. It was, it was some points right here. Like Lou, he introduced himself before a sign guy chant broke out, which baffled Lou for a bit before he introduced the enforcer CW Anderson. We then get a recap of the relationship between Mikey Ripwreck and Lou E. Dangerously before the former Triple Crown, Triple Crown champion made his way out to the ring for a match against uh, CW. The bell, ring, bell rung and Lou E. Dangerously distracted Mikey for a bit before CW went on the attack. He threw one punch and they went to commercial break. There's like, here's a punch, now let's go pay some bills. 
Right. Back from the break and CW's in control of Mikey on the outside to Mikey hits a ring post assisted Hurricane Rana on CW to gain control. Well, until Mikey tried to hit a springboard, but Lou pulled him down and Mikey ate all of that ring apron before he t- was tossed back in the ring and CW had g- gained control over Mikey, most specifically the left arm. Mikey tried to regain control a bit and he almost did until CW Anderson hit a gnarly sounding super kick the acoustics in that building went off on that the action spilled to the apron some more and then anderson pulled mikey's arm behind his back and yeeted this man into the guardrail before from the apron and the sound that mikey's skull made on impact made me flinch because that man literally just said bong he was selling the arm but i'm pretty sure his head was ringing after that impact It, it, it it looked brutal Another nice back-and-forth exchange, despite all of that, between Mikey and Anderson, with Mikey flying all over the place despite having one bad wing and head. And then Anderson hit a double-A spine buster for a near fall, and then Louie dangerously wanted to do some more damage to Mikey with his phone, but Mikey ducked, and the phone connected with Anderson instead. Mikey decked Lou in the jaw, who fell down like an anime character for some reason, before Mikey turned around and hit the whippersnapper, or the Stone Cold Stunner, if you will, on CW to pick up the win. I like this match. Like I said, Mikey was taking unnecessary bumps, in my opinion, but that's ECW for you, so I already knew. Uh, We then had an eventual match between Simon Diamond and Jazz. It was a... What did you think about that match? I just laughed, honestly. (laughs) But then I was just like, bruh, come on. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why? It was so many puns on this. He, Simon Diamond was in the ring. He was like, ladies and gentlemen, Simon Diamond has a problem. And he says his close personal friend, Dick Hurts, is not with him tonight. And it leaves him dickless. Yeah. Especially because I'm, I'm going to go find it. I was like. Okay, dude. Bruh. Okay, dude. Uh, but before he could uh, finish... Uh, music starts playing, and out comes the fe- fe- female phenom Jazz to confront him. And Diamond asks her, "Didn't you get enough of my dick at the pay per view?" I said, "Okay, bruh." <laughs> and Jazz grabbed the mic, says, "Well, Simon, it looks like to me that without your dick, you're nothing but a pussy." <laughs> These are supposed to be puns, by the way, so that's why it's like, all right. Uh, she slapped him in the face which infuriated uh, Simon he says you bitch you want a match Simon says stand in the corner until I'm ready and you'll get your match Jazz didn't turn around annoyed but it was a ploy as Simon then strikes her in the back with the microphone and knocks her down and says I lied uh, this was basically a one sided match mostly before Simon hit the Simonizer to pick up the win in about two minutes and celebrates before walking away uh, then after the final commercial break to wrap up from the episodes that we saw, uh, we're backstage with the Impact players. We started off the show with them and we ended with them sending one final message. If there's and this is this is like I'm gonna say this in the most funniest way possible, or at least attempt to. If there's one thing we've proven here in ECW, is we're men of our word. We said we're gonna beat the crap out of the Sandman. We beat the crap out of the Sandman. We said we're going to beat the crap out of Candino and Rhino. We beat the crap out of Candino and Rhino. So January 9th, guilty as charged. Tommy Dreamer, believe me when I tell you, we're going to end your career once 
and for all. And Raven, Raven, just incredible, isn't impressed and says, in a way, that sounds like he's whispering and yelling at the same time while not trying to disturb the neighbors in your apartment. That's how I can describe the way he cut this promo. Raven, the reason people follow you around, Raven, is because you got the gold around your waist. You see, it's real easy to follow somebody when you're up here at the top. Come January 9th, guilty is charged. We're looking at the next ECW World Tag Team Champions. And you know something, we're going to give a lost generation of American children a reason to quote the Raven. Nevermore. Just incredible and the impact players just pose to close the show. And that is ECW on TNN, ECW on Hardcore TV. I enjoyed the match. It was fucked up. Mm-hmm. It was fucked up in a way. Like it was, it was so it was so <laughs> it was so 1990s. <laughs> Lot going on. <laughs> oh man, that was a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that concludes our retro review for this week. <laughs> uh, why was everybody talking like they had something stuck in their throat? Boy. All right, now it's time, uh, that time of the show where I hand the reins over to Swell the Bandit because this is that time where we chop it up with the Bandit giving our three trending topics of everything that is going on in today's society. So take it away, Queen Rebel. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So um, I got a chance to see the lovely Creed 3. Um, I actually... Like, it's like, well, I take that back. I actually love this movie. I really did. I enjoyed it. I want to give a very, very, um, give a lot of good credit due to Mr. Michael B. Jordan, who directed this film, by the way. Um, yes, a black man. I said it. Um, yeah, like, I was very, very proud. I was like, oh my goodness, like, this, they, hey. They did that. And, of course, they let Sylvester Long, they let him produce it. So I will say that, too. Um, I think he was the producer or the executive producer for the film. But other than that, I I really commend them on it. It was great. I enjoyed it. Um, a little a little nugget, if you might add. Um, there's this one scene where uh, him and... Jonathan, they go at it in the ring, and there's this segment where Jonathan, like, punches him, like, kind of, like, uppercuts him, like, I think, like, in the abdomen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all watch Dragon Ball Z, then that's where that's from. Um, there's Michael a little... B. Jordan is inspired by anime. Yes, indeed. They both watch anime. That's another thing, too, which is why they incorporated that little piece in there so i do like that that was actually pretty pretty lit i enjoyed that um also after we got done finishing watching creed 3 because i went with my family we went to go see john wick 4 right after that so um i like that too a little bit just a tad and that's because it's certain characters that i grew up watching that i have enjoyed over the years and um 
I actually did like this movie. It's more action. It's in a way, some people think that the chapter is over. I don't think so. And it's because of the ending. And I'm thinking it ain't going to be over. And I'm like, I want this to be the last one. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Like, <laughs> I got to catch up on it. So. <laughs> I, I got to catch up on it. So I don't I'm think not. that's going to be the case. Um, other than that, um, I do want to give a another special shout out to our black women in film. Um, there is a movie coming out this Friday. It's called A Thousand and One, um, starring the one and only Tiana Taylor, along with other amazing actors and actresses as well. It has been produced by Lena Waithe and directed by A.V. Rockwell. Um, I honestly, I can't wait for this movie. And I wish, dang, I wish I could show y'all my fan shirt that I just got. But anyway, um, I'll appreciate it. I had just got my shirt like a couple days ago. This girl that I know that I follow on social media, she makes like the shirts and stuff and she was going to have it for like the premiere of the movie. And I wasn't going to see it with her. And then I was like, well, there might be a possibility I might have something to do. So I was like, you know what? Let me just buy the shirt because let's face it. Like, I'm still going to go see it regardless. So I'll buy the shirt. So I did get a chance to get my shirt. So I'm excited for that. Also, like we mentioned before, WrestleMania week is coming starting Saturday, April 1st. Um, Before y'all go to WrestleMania, make sure y'all rent is paid. Uh, I don't want to be hearing y'all like going to these places and you ain't got no money. And you somewhere broke, and all of a sudden you finna get evicted because you decided to spend all your money on WrestleMania week instead of paying them bills before you went to go see WrestleMania. So, <laughs> words of wisdom. Pay your bills first before you get that ticket. <laughs> if you already had got your ticket, make sure you uh pay your rent in advance and then go ahead and go. Make sure you have enough money to go and come back. Don't do nothing stupid out here, please um also please be safe out here um america has to do better with these gun control laws um uh i really do uh wish peace and prayers over the victims families who have lost their kids but something needs to be done um there's it, it it's ridiculous um and i think this is like this is for me I, I feel like this is a spiral effect because it doesn't happen one too many times. And so, and, it, and it's not just, it, it's not just like, it's not like we had a park or something like that. This is a school. So it's, it's not the first time this doesn't happen. So it's like, please, like, you know, like, uh, mm, please have a hold on your children, please. No matter how much they say you annoy them, no matter how much they say they get tired of you talking and ranting on, no, keep your children as safe as possible. And if something wish to happen, please do something about it. Because apparently, the you know, yeah. the law and the government they don't care, and they yeah. still focus on so, TikTok, right? Then instead of focusing on the real issue. Um, anyway, um, I do want to say, please, as I mentioned before, make sure you stay safe out here. Make sure you be vigilant. Um, also drink your water, eat healthy, or at least try to eat healthy. I'm not saying be a, be a health freak. Cause you know, everybody, everybody ain't on that wave yet, but you know, do the right thing. Drink your water. If necessarily wash your body, wash, wash your ass, your nigga. Beard. 
wash your beard, wash your hair, clean your ears. <laughs> please. Like, the basic necessities of being a normal function human being. Like, <laughs> Be please. a normal human being, please. Please. Like we got it's enough weirdos. Uh we don't need no more. Like <sighs> that's pretty much ninety five percent of America. Right. <laughs> Also, um, Mario is supposed to drop, I believe, April 5th, but I think Japan, I think they getting it way before we do. I think they get Mario, I think, April 2nd or April 3rd or something like that. But, um, anyway. (laughs) But other than that, um, yeah. I'm not not watching it, so don't matter to me. me. I wish y'all a great day, a great week, a great weekend. Tell your family that you love them. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Even the people that you don't like, you know, tell them that you love them. Uh, you know, you got that, you got that one ex you still care about. Don't say, don't say you love them. Just be like, hey, we good, we cool. Let's move on. Be an adult. <laughs> Moving on. Like, hey, bye. That's all you got to say. Don't get in too deep. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. No bullshit, bro. Why we, why, we, why we capping? I don't love nobody. No. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. Hey, keep it pushing and move on. Like, hey, bye. Like, simple. Like, anyway, Um, but yeah, Um, also have a prosperous week. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And be safe out here at WrestleMania because I know everybody hitting up L.A. is crazy out there. It's crazy everywhere. But most specifically, if you're in L.A., Make sure you stay safe. Make sure you partner up because it's expensive as shit. Uh, yes. And the traffic is horrible. Make sure you add at least two hours before, to your commute to the to and from the arena for both yes. nights. Just be prepared for anything. If you are traveling with friends, make sure you split on Uber fare. If you, yes. if, if you don't rent a car, but if you rent a car, still prepare. Like, if you rent a car and you want to be in that traffic, you better leave two hours, like, LA traffic is no joke. Make it three hours, leave before. Basically, just do like do. I'm pretty sure there's stuff to do around that stadium. Just get there. Yeah, just get get there early. Get there early. Like, trust me, you're gonna want to get there early because if you're that person that want to wait, you're gonna be there late. You probably gonna show up. You probably gonna show up for the main for both nights by the time you get there. True. Because it's not just WrestleMania that's going on that weekend. It's literally a lot going on that weekend so but with that being said you guys stay safe out here make sure you guys tap in for when we go live for the wrestlemania post show on april 1st and april 2nd immediately after not immediately after but after rest both nights as well as i might as well just go ahead and just confirm it we're gonna also i'm also gonna go live for standard deliver as well because i'll probably talk about it on on the post show and that'll go up as well with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in these streets. Make sure you follow us on social media at Gresh Unleashed. Gresh, uh, uh, AO is Gresh on Twitch. Make sure you follow Swella at uh, all her links at solo.to slash Swella. That'll send you strict, strictly to her links and everything she got, going, she got going on. Same thing with me. Go to solo.to slash Gresh. It goes, it got, it's literally a, a, a central hub for all that we got going on. And with that being said, you guys stay safe, safe, safe. Please stay safe, safe, safe out here in these streets. And remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out. Beep. Breezy. Bye, y'all.